0: The following is a Hoop Ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host Mike Patria. Riding solo for this wonderful Monday card. We got nine games to talk about. It's a fabulous April twelfth. Some good stuff to some good stuff to go through. Already got got some big news the night before. Kyrie Irving rolled out. Uh do, doing pretty well right now in the slates I got going. So pretty happy about that. Can't complain. So it's actually been a it's been a little bit of a burner over the past, you know, I would say week and a half or so. So uh hopefully that can keep going and not come crashing to a halt but before we do jump into anything just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors over at my bookie and if you guys haven't checked them out head over to mybookie.ag for the number one sports book out there the only one i give my stamp of approval and my recommendation to uh they not only are the number one sports book they have a fully fledged casino platform you can play blackjack poker Slots, whatever, it want, whatever you want. Anything you'd find at your local casino, you can play there. It's open 24 hours, 7 days a week. And best thing, if you head over there, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, on your initial deposit, you will get a 50% deposit match on up to $1,000. So you deposit $1,000, they will give you $500 for free. It's free, buddy, to play with. Bet some MLB. Bet some NBA. Try the casino platform. Whatever you want to do. It's free money over at mybookie.ag. Guys, check them out. So we're going to dive right into it. Like, right into it. There's no point. Uh, I already kind of, this is like the third podcast I'm technically recording one day. If you guys listen to Sundays, you kind of would have heard me say, I recorded an entire, like, I would say it's about 42-minute show, uh, breaking down Sunday's card, and I didn't actually hit the record button. So, I had to do it over again. I did a condensed version in a quick eight. So technically, this is uh, this is the third show I'm recording on my own today. So as you can imagine the voice is is it's tiresome. Uh, I, I got a I got a little bit of a sore throat, it feels like almost. And uh, I'm dry, but we're gonna we're gonna get through this. First game on the docket, 730 Eastern Standard Time game, Philadelphia 76ers traveling to Dallas. They're taking on the Mavericks. Mavericks in the second half of a back-to-back for the injury report. We do not have it for the Mavs, like I said. Sixers, George Hill is ruled out. No game total. No spread for this one. We'll start off with the Sixers. Joel Embiid coming in at 10-1. Highest priced option that we have for the Sixers on. Uh, and looking at this, you can never argue with Joel Embiid. 10-1. Uh, we know that the Mavs, their, their defense has improved since the All Star break, that being said, they're they're still vulnerable to opposing big Ben. Tobias Harris being questionable, he's not on in the injury report, uh, so I could assume he's gonna play. But I don't think I have too much love for anybody over here on the Sixers. Ben Simmons is coming in at a great price tag at eighty two hundred. He's the one guy that I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards. the The past, you know, five or six games have been quite underwhelming. The shot attempts have been down for Simmons you got to imagine once this team's all back on the floor and you know we have Joel beat there the pick and roll options there a little bit more we're going to see his this price tag probably get back up to that 85 8600 range so i don't mind taking a stab at him dwight howard at 4700 a guy that could get it done even in limited minutes we saw him on i think it was saturday night uh 13 rebounds in only 15 minutes putting up 22 dk points he's not going to ever return like a huge amount in the offensive categories But if he has one of his eight or nine point games right there, all of a sudden we're looking at 30 DK points and we'll take that. So I I don't I'm not going to say he's like a a good option, uh, but he's there if we're if we're looking at this late. Not a lot to love over here. But like I said, I think I would go to a little bit of Ben Simmons and I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to go to Joel Embiid. I'm probably all set with Tobias Harris, although I cannot wait to see this this sort of reunion uh, pregame reunion between the Toby Bobby. Maybe there's some sort of effect if anybody knows me, I love me some Toby Bobby on the other side of the ball. Doncic in the second half of back to back. They took out the Spurs uh, tonight as I'm recording this Sunday night. Uh, do not know what the uh, as I recorded with the with what's going on in that. You know, I'll get back to that in a minute. But yeah, I expect Doncic to be fully ready to go on this one for second half of back to back. We have to keep an eye on that. Cleaver sat out the front half of back to back. So I, I I'm kind of expecting him to be ready for the second half. But again, something we're gonna have to monitor because if they are without Kleber, they're without Porzingis. We get Boban. Uh, that's simple. Keep an eye on that. Both guys rolled out. You can feel good, uh, good about Boban at thirty four hundred. If one of those two guys plays, maybe it's a little bit tougher. Doncic, when uh, you know push comes to shove in the grand scheme of things, I do prefer him over Westbrook, but I do not prefer him over Jokic or. Now, Towns gets a little closer. Those two guys get a little closer. Well, I guess I kind of just said my top option. We'll move on to the next game. L.A. Lakers traveling to New York. Take on the Knicks in this one. For the injury report. Bear with me. Anthony Davis, Jared Dudley, LeBron James, all ruled out. Marcus Saul, Kyle Kuzma are questionable. As well as Wesley Matthews, Knicks on the second half of a back-to-back. No injury report for them, but we do have a game total, two oh six game total. Knicks are favored by three. That's something you would expect to see at the beginning of the season, but granted, we have some injuries going on over here with the Lakers. Uh, I know, obviously, Kyle Kuzma, big uh, big effect here. We're gonna have to keep an eye on that. If Kyle Kuzma is ruled out, we can expect Taylor Horton, Tucker, Marquise Morris, Paul Pope, all those guys to get a little bit more of a bump. And then a lot of that usage to get funneled straight to Schroeder, Montrose Herald, Drummond. Look at anybody over here on the Lakers side of the ball. The one person I'm looking at is probably going to be Drummond. Uh, you know, blow up the last one, only played 22 minutes, but we saw what this guy's going to do, especially with all these bodies out. Only 6,800. That feels like extremely cheap salary for a guy that we know is continuously could put out 20, 20 performances. So uh, if this game stays close, regardless of the low game total, I would expect a big rebound in game. Probably a decent defensive effort from him. The points at the putbacks, they'll be there for him as well with all this usage. Sign me up, 6,800. I'll play some Andre Drummond. Outside of that, I'm not going to be really going to anywhere else over here. I think everybody else is kind of priced uh, appropriately. So that's it. Just Drummond on the Lakers. Looking over on the Knicks side of the ball, Julius Randle coming in here, going against his former team. There's always that little revenge factor. It's not in L.A., though, so it's a little bit less, a little less enticing. But there's no one that really scares me away in this front court. It's not the regular Lakers defense with Anthony Davis. So you could sign me up for some Julius Randle at 96. I'm not going to go to him all that much. I think push come to shove. There's a lot of guys that we're going to talk about on this slate that we want to spend up on. But, uh, you know, this one, low game total, you know, all that, it's there. But uh, that being said, you know, I, I don't mind Randle. I don't think I'll go to anybody else over here. Derek Rose, got to keep an eye on him. Second half of a back-to-back. DC de- Sith. De- 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 that case, maybe Alfred Payton at 4,100. I can see myself having some love for moving on to the third game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the San Antonio Spurs traveling to Orlando, they're taking on the magic in this one. No game total. Oh, yeah, we do 220 and a half game total. Spurs favored by six. Magic and the Spurs, believe both of them in the second half of back to back. So no game uh no no injury report for them. Looking at the Spurs side of the ball, DeMarta Rosen coming in at seventy eight hundred. DeJounte Murray coming in at seventy one, two is high price guys. I mean, realistically, this Orlando team's been just in shambles. Uh, if you want to go any to anybody, I mean, you really you realistically could. Chumo Kiki was dealing with a hip injury. He was ruled out in Sunday's game, so uh, Otto Porter Jr. has been dealing with that foot sprain. Decent chance that he ends up sitting out again. Mobamba ended up playing. But bottom line, this team is very, very poor defensively. They they just don't have much going on. You know, that being said, he could probably play any one of these options. DeMar Rose and Murray would probably be my first two primary options. Uh, they're the two high-priced options, so I guess that makes a lot of sense. But DeMar Rose at 7,800, you know, the slate, he's probably going to get overlooked. He's just a great option. I, I don't mind looking at him one bit going against Orlando. I just see him facilitating a lot here. And when it comes to Murray and White, normally I would say, you know, the price differential will make the difference. But they're only $600 difference at this point. So I am going to lead Murray over White. And that's probably it. If, uh, you know, I don't think I need to go to Jakob Pertl. I think I'd rather just spend the extra $800 on Andre Drummond. And then if you want to take shots at Kelden and all those other guys, sure. Don't fault you. I just don't see the massive upside or. You know, the floor, could it's probably there given the matchup, but the upside's not there for me, so I don't think I'll go there. On the other side of the ball, looking at this Orlando team, not a lot to love, uh, not a lot to going on in their offensive game. Maybe Wendell Carter Jr. at 5,900, second half of the back-to-back. We're going to want to see what happens with the center situation. Tonight's game between him and Mobamba. Mobamba's been playing excellent basketball, so He's earning every little bit of minutes that he's getting. So between him uh, and Wendell Carter Jr., it's a toss-up. You're getting a big discount when you look at Mo Bamba. So I just want to see what's going on in the second half of the back-to-back, knowing that Bamba was kind of coming in questionable. Uh, Any limitations? any, Any ideas of him sitting? Then we can look at Wendell Carter Jr. If not, I prefer Bamba. That's probably it. Another situation to keep an eye on is a point guard one between Michael Carter Williams, Cole Anthony. Now that both these guys are healthy. They also, you know, acquired RJ Hampton. Still have Jason Randall. Gary Harris started. A lot of situations to monitor as far as that backcourt. None of them are too enticing. Carter Williams gets 30 plus minutes. That's something that we can consider, but just don't see that happening. Moving on to the next game. Excuse me. Gotta get a sip of water real fast. Told you, dealing with like, the, the dry mouth. And when I met water, I met Red Bull, unfortunately. Body needs it. Got to fire in all cylinders. Working overtime. Brooklyn, Nets, traveling to Minnesota. Taking on the Timberwolves here. Expect to be a good game, despite the unappealing nature of this Nets lineup. On the injury report, LaMarcus Aldridge, Spencer Dinwiddie, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Tyler Johnson, all ruled out. Timberwolves have yet to submit theirs. Second half of a back-to-back for them. Massive, massive game total. 240.5 game total. Brooklyn favored by 9.5 points. So, despite missing all their heavy hitters, still favored by 9.5 points in this one. So, we will have to see what ends up happening with them. We'll start with the Nets. Kevin Durant coming in at 9K. Minutes limit slightly getting limited. Played 24 in the last one. 19 in the one prior. 9K with all these bodies out. If we know he's playing close to 30, even if it's 28, I'd say lock and load. I don't know if we have that confidence. We're going to have to keep an eye on that one. We'll probably have some sort of idea. It's an 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. So... You know, not not the uh, seven, but I'm assuming this isn't news whether he's starting or sitting. So we should have it. We should have it. No guarantees, but we should have it. Uh, I'm assuming that he's still somewhat limited, but we're probably going to see 28. So maybe GPP is not necessarily a cash lock or anything like that. But guys that you could look at, I think, guaranteed uh, with no Kyrie, with nobody in this in this backcourt. Really, I think we go to Bruce Brown. We've seen time and time again him step up when he's playing point guard and just kind of just churn in and churn out points. If he's going to be playing point guard at 4,800, I have some interest. You can also slot him in there at that shooter guard eligible position. So I will play some Bruce Brown. Joe Harris, 5,600, guy that we could probably expect to take a few extra shot attempts, no doubt about it. 5,600, we're not really getting him at a discount, but I would say assuming he has a floor of about 25 of this one, upside of about thirty-five. Definitely a viable option. Blake Griffin coming at 45. I have an idea that a lot of people are going to want to play him. Not a guy that I'm going to be looking at, though. Instead, I think we want to look at the center position. And between Nick Claxton and between Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan, these three guys are probably going to divvy it up. Which one do you want to go with? Your guess is as good as mine. I assume that they want to play a little bit bigger with Karl Anthony Towns, so they might lead more Claxton and DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's kind of been in the doghouse, so uh, you know, maybe maybe you uh, you want to go more of the Claxton route. Uh, that being said, though, they they did just sign uh, our our man at Lees Johnson to a nice deal, but he's not, he's not going kind to of play. So Claxton's probably the guy you want to look at at 3,100. But again, dumpster dive type play, and you're hoping that it just happens to have, happens to work out that way. They have to play somebody against Carl Anthony Towns, and uh, yeah, just kind of makes sense in my head, but. Doesn't feel great when you when you say it out loud. That's why you're kind of hearing me say it like that. Doesn't sound great, Claxton, at 3100. After we, uh, you know, we kind of seen him get pushed to the wayside. But definitely Bruce Brown at 48 and Kevin Durant if you're feeling frisky. On the other side of the ball, looking at Minnesota, D'Angelo uh, D'Angelo Russell is a guy that we're gonna have to keep our eye on. Second half of a back-to-back. He's slowly been getting his minutes ramped up. He's been playing great basketball, but it is the second half of a back-to-back. It's also against his former team. So something that you always want to keep in mind, a little revenge narrative in there as well. If Russell gets ruled out, you could definitely go right back to the well, that guy like Ricky Rubio, uh, Anthony Edwards, both those guys I think would get big bumps with Russell sitting. Carl Anthony Towns already, we already know he's going to get his bump regardless. And he's priced up at 10, five in a fantastic matchup. I won't fault you for going to him one bit, but it is a hefty price tag. He did put up 62 DK points against his team earlier in the season. And there's no reason why we shouldn't expect him to put up at least 50 here. So Great play. I expect high ownership to go there as well, though. So, if you wanted to go with some of these ancillary options and spend up in other spots, maybe play in Edwards and go spend up on Donchick or whatever it may be, you can do that. I don't fault you there as well. Look at McDaniels at 4,500. He's been getting the minutes. He's been playing great with him. Don't fault you if you want to go there. I just don't see massive upside with McDaniels until he can chip into the scoring column. He's not asserting himself. He's kind of just playing great basketball. He's a great defender. and He's going to get blocks. He's going to get steals, but Uh, The shot attempts and the usage are not there for him at this stage. Moving on to the fifth game, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Washington Wizards traveling to Utah take on the Jazz. For the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson is doubtful while Mike Conley has been ruled out. For the Wizards, Bradley Beal is probable. Thomas Bryant, as we know, is still on the injury report. Or, I mean, sorry out dealing with the ACL surgery. No game total, no spread for the Wizards. Westbrook coming in at 11k. Obviously Westbrook's always played. I want to say he's not in this one, but I you know, he put up 82 dk points against them earlier in the season. It could easily happen again. I'm not going to say it's not. It's not the matchup I necessarily want to target, but he played fantastic in this one. He's going to be a GPP kind of target for me. Definitely not the cash game guy that you want to spend up on, but the upside's there. No Mike Conley, which is definitely a boost uh, defensively, You know, no, or I mean, I guess offensively, uh, knowing that Mike Conley's not going to be there playing defense. So as at 11K for a guy that's going to probably fly under the radar a little bit, definitely like him in GPPs. I uh, probably prefer him in GPPs over a guy like Doncic, but uh, you know, you'd probably want to be building a little bit more than multiple lineups and then, you know, think Anthony Towns probably being the better cash option over Westbrook. Beal coming in at 8900, I just don't want to play Beal uh, not until I kind of see him playing some significant minutes and uh, Westbrook's really just doing everything he could for this team right now. So, I'm going to stay away from Beal. That price tag will continue to dip. I'll probably get more towards the AK, maybe the $8200 range, so when it gets down there, I'll I'll consider it. Even at 83, 84, I would. Uh not at 89. I'll just rather spend up on Westbrook. Other than that, not going to anybody in the front court, not in this matchup. Sliding over to the other side of the ball. Donovan Mitchell coming in at 92. I can't I want to say don't, he's not worth it, but obviously, you know, putting in just three straight games of 37 plus points, actual points, he is. I'm just not going to spend it on him. If anything, I'll go to Rudy Gobert, who just never gets priced uh, anything different than $7,900. he will always be there. guy that we could just pretty much always rely on for just chipping in at least 35 to 40 DK points. You know, always touches on, uh, you know, that 45 to 50 as well. Upsides always there. So I don't fault you. I'm going to place some Rudy Gobert. Not going to be my favorite center on the board, but when it makes sense, it makes sense. And if you want to go to him in cash, I wouldn't fault you there. Joe Ingles is another guy I'm going to look at at 5,700. I expect him to draw the start, especially if Jordan Clarkson gets rolled out. Be a little bit more ball handling responsibility for him at 700. We're not really getting a discount because of those two back-to-back 33-plus DK point performances. But for good reason, you know, six-plus assists in those games. And that's probably what we can expect again in this one with no Mike Conley and likely no Jordan Clarkson. Outside of that, I don't think I'll be going to too too much. Bogdanovich will probably likely get a few extra shot attempts, but 4900 it's a decent price tag. I just like Ingles a little bit more. All right. We'll keep it moving. Chicago Bulls traveling to Memphis, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Bulls on the second half of the back-to-back, as well as the Grizzlies, so we do not have the injury report for them at the moment. Something we're going to have to keep an eye on. But there is a 229 game total. Grizzlies favored by two and a half points. Looking at the Bulls in this one, on the second half of the back to back, Zach Levine just, by the way, had one of the most like, it made it look casual, like a ferocious jam I've seen of the night. Uh, I want to say of the night because Miles Bridges had it of the day slash the year earlier on Clint Capella. That was absolutely just just nasty Uh, and another guy that I'm expecting to see those from coming from for a long, long time, but back to the game, looking at this team going against the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis is just pretty much middle, uh, you know, middle, middle of the road as far as defense and pace. So I don't mind targeting a few of these guys going against them. Vucevic at 9,100 and Zach Levine, pretty much the same price tag that they were today. I don't think we're really getting a great discount on them. I was all over Vucevic in this one today. Don't know how that game's finishing up. We'll have to kind of see how that goes, but uh, not the same exact uh, same exact feeling I'm getting in, in this one against Memphis. Joe Val is a very capable I'm not gonna say very capable defender, uh, necessarily, but he's a big body. Uh, I'm I'm expecting him to be able to hold his own. But if you want to look at him, it's still a fine price tag. Levina, eight seven. I probably prefer him over Mitchell. I don't know if I if I feel that and uh, five hundred dollar difference. It's tough. Uh, I don't think I'll go to either one of these guys when Push comes to shove. So I don't, you know if I had to pick one, I'd probably still pick Levine, but it's the right answer is probably Mitchell. Uh, I'm just gonna say Levine just because that's probably where I would go, and I would lose with that one. Outside of that, I, I don't really have too many like favorite options over here on the Bulls team. it's It's a fine matchup. The spread's fine and everything. It's just they've been really spreading things out evenly, especially with marketing now, you know being a playing off the bench. Uh, with kobe white they have some bench usage there they can go to their second unit early if anybody gets into foul trouble or if their offense is struggling they have capable scores coming off Sadaransky's not a high usage guy so 5200 you know you're really depending on him getting those high assists and getting some steals chipping in a couple boards he's capable of it it's not a bad price tag but it's it's one of those guys that I, I need to land on i'm not going to go out of my way to play i got to land on him to want some want some shares Looking at the Memphis side of things, Joe Val coming in at 7,300, slight discount. Don't mind going there. Uh, you know, Bulls still weak pretty much all around despite getting Vucevic. Vucevic not really known for his defensive prowess. So it is the second half of a back to back. Keep an eye on his minutes and what he played today. Uh, if they end up being limited at all, then maybe, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable. You're never going to get those 35 minute games out of Joe Val, but anything over 28 plus, and you get that value at 7,300 pretty comfortably. And I feel the same way about John Moran. Again, another guy got a little bit of a discount, even though he's been playing good basketball. sixty eight hundred. this is a fantastic spot for him. fantastic matchup, everything all around. expecting a very, very active. Hopefully we get a nice couple of highlights between John and Zach Levine going back and forth with some junks with some jams and some dunks. I was gonna say some uh, some junks. Uh, but I- i'm I'm really looking forward to him, and I love that price tag. Outside of those two guys, I don't think I'll go to the whole Grayson Allen or Desmond Bain in this one. They'll both get a little bit of a bump knowing that Anthony Melton and Justice Winslow are ruled out Sunday. Expecting them both to be ruled out on Monday as well. Three games left. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Sacramento Kings traveling to New Orleans, taking on Pelicans. Pelicans in this, on the second half of back-to-back Kings. Only Marvin Bagley has been ruled out for them. 232 game total. Pelicans favored by three and a half points in this one. Starting off with the Kings, though, the away team. Darren Fox, another one of these high-priced guards, coming in at 9,300. Where does he rank amongst the Mitchells and the the Zach Levines? He's, you know, sandwiched right in there as far as price. I prefer him over Levine, and I think he's a little bit closer to Mitchell. I think Mitchell's probably a little bit of the safer one. uh, But Fox is probably the guy that, you know, a little bit lower owned in your GPPs if you want to go with the ownership route. Outside of Fox, you know, I don't think I'm going to have too many shares of him spinning up at 9,300. I just don't want to. Uh, I just haven't been doing it with Fox all season long, and you know, I've been taking some off the chin for it. There's been nights where I'm not winning money because I haven't played Fox, but it just doesn't feel like the right time to just get right back on there. Uh, he's absolutely torched the torch this matchup all season long, so I, I, I won't fault you. I think that's going to be a thing that drives his ownership ownership up. I think a lot of people are going to go to him. I believe he's averaging 70 DraftKings points against him. So, again, I won't fault you. I will not fault you one bit, and I'm going to probably take another one off the chin. But I just do not think I'm going to be playing De'Aaron Fox. It just is what it is. Uh, There's guys in this later game I already talked about a few guys I want to spend up on. Just don't know if I find my way to Fox. Outside of him, though, Buddy Heald, 6,200 against his former team. Probably going to take a hard pass on it. Just doesn't feel like I'm getting too much of a discount. If anything, I'll probably go to my one guy, which would be either... Tyrese Halliburton or Rashawn Holmes, both these guys, which has been the model of consistency. Halliburton's kind of been getting put in the doghouse, I guess, by Luke Walton. Makes absolutely no sense, especially when he decided to start Mo Harkless last week. Makes no sense, no sense, buddy. How'd that work out for you? Uh, it was a terrible decision. So we have to keep an eye on that. But Rashawn Holmes in a good spot, seventy-three hundred, you know, right price with Valachunas. Probably prefer Holmes, but it's uh, it's pretty close with that one. On the pelican side of things lonzo ball was ruled out of sunday's game got to keep an eye on him dealing with that hip soreness if he's ruled out again we could just pretty much consider brandon ingram uh zion both these guys to get massive bumps i just don't see who this king's team is going to throw at zion that's the big question mark but 9700 i prefer De'Aaron fox i prefer mitchell i prefer all those other guards over zion so just do not see myself getting too much. Uh, that's the thing. I think it's a great matchup. I'm not going to deny. It. I think he's going to go off, but I just don't think I want him at that price tag. You know, that's the that's the thing that we have to evaluate. Where does he figure on the slate? Don't just play people because you think they're going to be great. Are there people that are cheaper that you think could be just as great or better? Ingram, same thing. 8,500. Love him in the spot. Don't get me wrong. Ton of usage, but at 8,500, I'll pass. Just don't want to see myself going there. And that's pretty much the whole story for a lot of these, uh, these these Pelicans players now. They're all priced up, Blood So you're paying sixty four hundred now at this point. So again, you know, we we're looking at a thirty point thirty-four point ceiling when all those guys were out. That's what we're paying for. Sixty four hundred. We're, we're paying for at least thirty. Uh I'm hoping to get, you know, forty from you at that price tag. So I'll I'll take a hard pass on a lot of these Pelicans, despite it being a fantastic matchup and a game that they're favored and that we're gonna want some exposure to. All right, only two games left before we go any further. If you guys have a quick second. You can go to your Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to this. Give us a thumbs up, five star, rate, and review, all that good stuff. It means the world to us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we're doing our best out here. We're uh, you know seven days a week trying to just pump out continuous content for you. Uh, and we're just trying to get better so you know if you if you love what you hear if you're just an active listener maybe you're an everyday listener maybe you're just you're tuning in for the first time today and you like what you heard uh, give us give us a little uh, little feedback let us know what you thought and if there's anything that you want to hear differently or things that we could do differently we can uh, we can definitely adjust i think that's kind of how we added our player tier section which you will hear in two more games uh, and we're always looking to create and add more so thank you guys again for all that we will keep it moving. The Denver Nuggets traveling to Golden State to take on the wonderful Warriors. Nuggets on the second half of a back to back. They played that early game today. Kids Boston, Warriors, Kelly Oubre, Eric Pascal, Clay Thompson, James Wiseman, all ruled out. Wiseman, as we know, or as we heard today, uh, torn MCL. So, unfortunately, he's going to be out for some time young kid kid I just hope he gets back uh really exciting young player taking a lot of flack this season a lot of people are kind of expecting him to be like that immediate impact sort of you know Luka Doncic type you know talent right when you come in here he's just going to be winning you every single game and he wasn't it was uh it was you know making strides along the season and you know guy that only played three actual college games and didn't really have a training camp much or of anything and now he's got to deal with this. So hopefully, I uh, hope nothing but the best for James Wiseman. hope he can get back on the court pretty soon, as, or as soon as possible. We've seen a couple of guys in the past have to get this injury. And the uh, the return and the timetable, it's different for everybody. I mean, we have, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr., as Santino would say, still right around the corner uh, with the same injury. And then you have Chris Dobbs, who's been playing for two months. But on this Nugget side of the ball, back to the actual game, Nikola Jokic coming in at 10-4. With everything I just said, it's an absolutely fantastic matchup. He's really the guy I want to spend up on in this slate. 10-4, uh, especially with no Wiseman. It's not like I expected Wiseman to really stop him, but it's one less big that has a chance of doing it. Jamal Murray sat out Sunday's game. Decent chance he sits out Mondays again. We're going to have to keep an eye on it, but if he's out, I'd expect big things from the Joker. Not going to really go to too many of these guards when you look at Morris and Capazzo. If we see that Murray's out, I just don't see too much upside with them splitting it right down the middle, which is pretty much what we've been seeing. But I wouldn't mind looking at a guy like Will Barton at 5,300. A guy that just ends up playing generally well in these types of matchups. I think he put up about 32 DK points when these two teams played earlier in the year. And that's about a point per minute because he played 32 minutes. So, again, if he plays more than 30 minutes, we're probably looking at 30 DK points in a 5,300. That's value that we'd take. We're cool with that. I don't think I'm going to chase the Michael Porter Jr. game. Just don't want to do it. Love a kid. One of my favorite young players. Let's go on to the, to the Warriors side of things. Steph Curry coming in at 10-3. I prefer Jokic. Talked about a few other guys. Wouldn't even want to go there, though. Uh, I just think Jokic is the better play, the more safe cash play as well. Just this matchup, especially if Murray's rolled out. I just don't see anyone being able to stop him. Uh, I do prefer Steph over guys like Joel Embiid. I do prefer Steph over Beal. Gets a little dicey uh, in cash. I'll prefer him over Westbrook in tournaments. I probably still prefer Westbrook just because I think that is something people will shy away from. But that's kind of where I'm at with him. Carl Anthony Towns probably a slightly better play in my opinion as well. But again, you're, you're splitting here. So you're talking these superstars and guys over 10K. I won't be, uh, won't be going to any Andrew Wiggins, but I could see myself maybe taking a peek at Draymond Green. If we could see him just actually play consistent minutes. Maybe, but sixty seven hundred, we're not getting a, we're not getting a huge discount or anything on it. We're kind of praying that premium. Maybe. Uh, you know, I'm I'm making the stamp of approval. I'm not playing Draymond. I always want to consider him, but the, he's been he's just kind of been all over the place. Not somebody that I could trust. We've already talked about some other guys that are around that six K to even a little bit more than uh, you know, seven two, seven three range. Uh, that I just prefer over him. Several forwards I mentioned on the slate already that I just prefer. So, you know what? push comes to but I'm not playing Draymond. If I'm playing anybody on this team, it's probably just going to be Steph Curry. That's it. With Kelly Rubre out, you know, we're seeing Skano Anderson maybe play a little bit more now, especially because Wiseman's out. But uh, I'm not going to be going to too, too much. You could maybe dumpster dive. want to go to Looney because he's going to have to play as many minutes as he could before he follows out to Jokic, which might be sooner rather than later. But that's probably the uh, the only other play outside of Curry that I would consider. Next and final game: Houston Rockets traveling to Phoenix, take on the Suns here. Sterling Brown, Dante Axum, Eric Gordon, Daniel House, David Nwaba all ruled out for the Rockets. For the Suns, just Abdul Nader, 228 game total. Phoenix favored by a whopping 13 points, and that should tell you everything you need to know about this game. It's uh, it's dicey and it's risky at best. You know, we we've seen these uh, these Houston games get out of control. Time and time again, I uh, lost that last one to Golden State pretty marginally, and you know every single game, even the ones that they win outside, I think of the one of those Minnesota games uh, that they played back in you know late March, I've been pretty much blocked. So there's, I'm not saying you know it's guaranteed. It's just going to get out of hand. You know, no matter what, this game you can't play it. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that, but. I would definitely say proceed with caution. And if you are playing any heavy hitters on one side of the ball, you might want to, you know, run it back. I'm not saying if you play Devin Booker, you have to play John Wall, but you might want to run it back with at least somebody or, or you know, be a little bit more invested in the game. Uh, otherwise, it might just be one that you want to avoid. If I'm looking at anybody on this Houston side of the ball, it's probably going to be sliding over there to, uh, you know, John Wall, I guess, at 8K. Uh, you know, when he's playing, he should be playing big minutes. That's one thing that we could count on. Um, not the greatest matchup going against Chris Paul. So he's not on the injury report. I'm assuming he's playing. So I'm assuming he's going to play at least, like, you know, 33 to 34 minutes. And unless we hear anything otherwise. But outside of him, I don't think I'm going to anybody else over here. I don't think I would take a chance on anybody else. With Sterling Brown and these other guys out, we're going to keep continue to probably see guys like Avery Bradley start. And, uh, yeah. Not worth it in the minutes that he is playing. On the Phoenix side of things, if I'm going anywhere, it is going to be Chris Paul. And just this nice little revenge narrative that he has going on that uh, simply was that he was pretty much forced him out. So maybe he wants to just stick it to him real quick, even though, while, you know, whether down bad and hurt, he could do that. Again, it could be a big blowout. He's averaging 40 points against this team in two matchups earlier in the season. 8400 it's, uh it's a little bit priced up, but I prefer him over Booker. For six hundred dollars cheaper. Just don't want to target Booker necessarily. I think Bradley's gonna be the guy that's targeting him uh defensively. So I will take a pass over there and I'll probably just option to Paul. And I don't think I'll have many shares of him either, though. Outside of those uh those two guys, I don't think anybody else is really even worth mentioning over here. You know, DeAndre Ayton. It's a great matchup. Uh, you know, he's averaging pretty good, uh pretty good minutes total and points total against his team. But I believe one or two of those games were also without Christian Wood so keep that in mind a lot of these numbers uh you know might be full. oh no no Wood was actually available in both of them so yeah uh Aiton's actually played very well in this in this matchup early in the season so if you want to look at them 6900 we talked about several centers obviously if you're paying up for towns if you're paying up for the Oakhead, you're not going to be able to probably get Aiton in there as well W till you could possibly uh but maybe you're opting to spend up on one of these guards or some of these forwards and you want to go a little bit cheaper at center and that sort of build sense, and maybe that's I, I might make make a couple builds like that, or maybe I end up there. Push comes to shove. Once once I'm done constructing, uh, you could definitely do that at 6,900. That's not a bad price tag for him, especially with how well he's played. So uh, Chris Paul, I guess, an eight and two top options, and I think I will take uh, a pass pretty much everywhere else. Uh, if you want to look at guys at Crowder, just for simple round lineup value plays, sure, but I don't think we really need to go there too much. And that is it. That brings us home 35-minute mark. If you have a moment you want to follow me on Twitter at Micah Patra, M-I-K-E-A-P-O T-R-I-A. And if you have a second, like I said, thumbs up, five-star rate review, all over Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, all over the place. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Will, it'll be Santino. They'll be crushing that little Tuesday card that we got going on over there, giving you guys everything you need to know. And don't forget, we'll probably be hosting another contest Look at like this Friday. Anybody that wants to get in it, keep in mind we cannot make the contest until Thursday night. I'm hosting them myself. I'm making it myself. So uh, I can only release on Thursday. So you'll hear us mention it, but you won't be able to see it until late Thursday night or early Sunday or early Friday morning. So keep your eye out for that. A lot of fun last one. Again, shout out to everybody that participated. Well, let's go out there. Let's crush some GPPs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.